Hi everyone, we are the Gooders, people who do good. We help people dealing with life challenges and empower them to help others. Today, we are hosting J.R. Cardenas. Thank you so much for being with us. Irad, thank you so much for having me. Uh, I'm very grateful for this opportunity. Thanks. So this podcast is brought to you by CirclesUp.com, the go-to place for life challenges like grief, divorce, cancer, and so on. And in every episode, we speak with an inspiring person who moderates an audio chat room for people dealing with the same life challenge. We will tell their story and the story of their group of the members of their group. So again, Gerard, thank you so much for being with us and being open about your story. We would like to hear your story. Uh, yeah, of course. Um, I'm 43 years old. I have three children, a 26-year-old, a 16-year-old, and an 11-year-old. I grew up in a mostly traditional Mexican home. You know, Mexican parents, very, very much, you know, traditional. And uh, there was a lot of a, a lot of abuse there that, that I thought for a long time was pretty much normal. And the abuse came in the form of alcohol. My parents, you know, both alcoholics, um, both functioning alcoholics. And, uh, you know, they did. The, the older I get, the more I understand that they did the best they could with what they knew. And it wasn't much. They didn't know much. We, we, with, I'm the second to the oldest of six boys. And we pretty much had to raise ourselves. So we had to learn a lot of things. We had to learn about finances. We had to learn about, you know, emotions, about decisions, about consequences. And we had to do it all alone. And that, that upbringing took a big toll in, in my adult life. Um, everything I've done in my career, career-wise, I've done by myself. Yes, a lot of people have helped me. But there was a lot of things that I did without the help of any people. Because that's how I grew up. I had to do it all alone. Um, for those that helped me, I'm very, very grateful, but most of the time those decisions were based, you know, on, on solely on, on me. And, uh, that's great to do things in your career by yourself. That's awesome. But don't bring that element into your marriage. And in that situation, I didn't know the difference. I thought, you know what, I'm going to, I'm a natural born leader. I'm going to do it this way. And I'm going to bring this this way. Um, and you know, over the course of the last year, I decided to, to make a move and go into therapy full force. I tried it before once. I didn't, I didn't continue it after about three months. And this one, I made a commitment to go straight six months, minimal six months. And, uh, the day that I walked in to the therapist, he told me two things. The first one, he's like, he's like, I can't do anything about your, your exterior life, but I can fix you. And when he told me that, I was like, okay, okay, I, I, I like that. And then the second thing he told me was, your political correctness has made you a weak man. When he told me that, I, I sat back and I, I thought, wow, that's, uh, that makes a lot of sense. And normally, if, if, I can, if I can argue my statement or if I can argue that statement, I'm going to. But I really couldn't come back to it. I didn't know how to, how to come back to that statement because it, it was 100% true. Um, and then I took a step back and I said, okay, let, let's do it. And then we went through the, the process, you know, the acceptability, accountability. I learned, I learned everything. I made it a full-time job to make sure that I can better myself. And, uh, I went through a couple of therapists. Then he told me, I want you to go to this therapist for EMDR, uh, or EDMR. And, um, and I want you to, to understand where, where your issues come from. And it was in my third session there that I found out that I had a sense of abandonment. And I knew exactly when it happened. I, 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 a lot of like the game of Tetris, a lot of the blocks kind of fell into place when I found out 
that um, that I had a sense of abandonment. And that was one of the big issues why I tried to do everything by myself. You know, I tried to do everything alone because of that sense of abandonment. Um, and sure enough, you know, once that hit, there was that four or five months of, you know, where I was sad, I was, I was lonely, I was emotional, I was angry, I held resentment and forgiveness and, and all this. And then, you know, one day I walk into a coffee shop and the woman, the same coffee shop that I've been walking in for four months, the woman says, I want to tell you something, your aura has changed. And I, I looked at her and I said, what? And she said, your aura, you just walk taller, you, you dress better, you smile better, you're more charismatic. I'm just a crazy woman that believes in colors, but your color has changed. And I grabbed my coffee and I said, thank you so much for telling me that. And it was a 45 minute drive to my house, to my work, to my office. And, um, and I cried like a baby because then I realized it's made a difference. I continue to speak to my therapist. After six months, he released me. He's like, there's really not much I can do for you anymore. And I don't want you to depend on me to, to live your life. We can check in every once in a while. But I think you, you, I'm very proud of the progress you've made. You're answering my own question. You're answering your questions without me even asking you. Before I even get to it, you're already talking about it. Um, I was very clear with one of the therapists that I went to where I wanted to know the meaning of words. Tell me what this means. Tell me what this, I want this word. You know, I'm bilingual. I speak English and Spanish. But I want you to tell me what this means in your language so that I can understand it in my language. And, and, you know, there was a little frustration, but, but he was patient. And, um, um, and then I, and then he told me, you should become a guide. I want you to go to this app called circles. I want you to continue to treat. Me. I want you to go to these counselors. I went to these counselors and there was these two counselors. One of them was very rude, but he broke through the smoke immediately. And he told me what's going on. I had eight minutes right, to tell him my story. And he says, I want you to stop right there. And, and, and he said, with a very bad word, he said, I want you to think about when you stop being a man and you turn into this whining little person. That's the clean version. I'm giving you the clean version. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And, and, and my jaw dropped. And I'm like, what? And he said, I want, you to, I want you to think about it. And for the first 30 seconds, I was offended. And then I, again, I couldn't argue that. And I said, it's been about 12 years. He's like, okay, let's time to restructure it. Becoming a guide was the therapist's idea. And um, I wanted to teach people what I had learned in the last nine months, you know, and I wanted to do it in Spanish. So I reached out to circles after participating in a couple of, 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 of uh, guides. And I said, hey, I would like to do this in Spanish because I want, you know, Hispanics, of course, when you're a man, you, you grow up, you have to lead, protect, provide. And you, uh, there's all these things. It's so difficult being a man. People don't understand it, um, but there's there's also this machismo, and it's masculinity. You know, masculinity is good, and then there's this toxic masculinity that everybody talks about. It's like I want to find a balance, and I need to find a balance because I consistently and and constantly um, fought against that masculinity. And it's like, no, 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 I, I have to come back. I have to be a man first. I have to make sure that that I'm okay at being a man, and I'm at peace with the man that I am. And I want people to find that foundation, regroup and balance. And circles allowed me to do it in Spanish. And it's been, it's been good. We've only had three or four sessions, but it's been good. And I hope it continues to grow. And, and both men and women participate at the moment. But eventually if this grows into more rooms, I'd like to specifically open one just for men. Yeah. Wow. This is such a powerful story. And I think that like listening to you, I can definitely hear the, uh, the journey like the where you were and where you are now. And I'm like 
makes me wonder about those, the moment that you decided to seek for support. I'm guessing like the moment that you decided to uh, go to therapy. Can you, can you talk more about that? Like what, and maybe help people that are listening. What, what are like the, the light bulbs or even the, the red flags that you had in your life that made you make this? Well, I mean, there, there was, there was a lot of miscommunication, particularly in my marriage. You know, there was a lot of, a lot of, uh, just very poor communication. And I was constantly frustrated. I was frustrated. I was mad. I was a mad, angry man. And, um, you know, I was told I was pretty much given an ultimatum and, uh, I went to anger management first. Mm-hmm. And, um, I found out that, you know, that anger comes from frustration and frustration comes from when you, your expectations aren't met. And I come to realize it's like my expectations on being, but nobody knows my expectations. I never communicated my expectations. She's not a mind reader. My kids aren't mind readers, you know, but I felt like there was a place where I couldn't really talk. I really couldn't say much based on my position. I knew that I couldn't be trusted as a man. Therefore, I wasn't going to be allowed to leave. And, and that was a hard pill to swallow because the more control my partner had, the less trust I was given or it was vice versa. I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, portraying trust. Therefore, the control was being taken. And, um, and I, I allowed it to, I allowed a lot of it. So going into anger management, I realized, wow, I had taken a class when I was 18 years old from 18 to 43. That's about 20 something years difference. Um, there's a big evolution in anger management. This, this just, it's different now. It's, it's being taught differently. It's being, you know, expressed differently. And so once I learned where my frustration was coming from and where my anger was coming from, I went back and I was like, okay, I, I need to change that. I need to change that. And, and walking into a therapist and the very first thing he told me, he was like, I, I can't fix everything around, but I can fix you. I said, okay, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. And, and it, right. One of the things is I have a lot of yes people around me. Um, I, I, you know, I have a business and I do a certain amount, certain type of work where a lot of people tell me yes to be, to, to come home, to be told no was very difficult for me. And, um, I had to find out why. And, and, and I, I have, I, there's a lot of, uh, hard to swallow pills and, uh, accountability was one of them. Wow. So powerful. And, and while you were making this journey and starting to work with your therapist, usually it's like, there are small success, like small success, success that you, that you experience. Can you think of like a moment where you realized, oh, something changed, um, the first, like the first, obviously you had the moment in the coffee shop that you shared before. I'm talking about even a earlier stage when you realized, wow, I, I behaved that way until now, but now I'm behaving. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's multiple situations, you know, just when, <laughs> when I, I, you know, when I, when I meet people, um, I learned about intentions and, you know, I, I, I knew that. I knew that me taking this route of, 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 of healing is what I call it. Um, I, I had to learn a lot of things and I learned about intentions, which again, I didn't know anything about intentions. I never expressed my intentions. I never told people my, my intentions. So when I go somewhere and I feel like there's something different than, than what I want to happen, I immediately off the top, I said, Hey, I don't know. Um, what your intentions are in today's meeting, but today I'm just going to tell you, I want to communicate this and I want to express this and your company's great, but friendship is as far as it's going to go. There's, there's a little awkwardness, but then they understand it. 
It's like, okay, yeah, 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 of course. Um, and then the communication changes, you know, for the better, at least in my end, it's for the better. And I've, I've made it very clear to express intentions in everything I do, not just to, not just to say it, but actually to show it with my actions. And, um, I, I, I feel so good when I do good and, and I do it with that intention. You know, it, it reminds me of when you go and, and you give money to the homeless, but you're taking a picture. There's, there's no yeah. need for that. Yeah, I'm going to do it behind the scenes. I'm like, here, I'm going to give you this. And that's as far as it's going to go. And please don't tell anybody that I did this for you because I'm going to say it's a lie, you know, yeah. but that's just me trying to do something for me so I can feel good for myself. And then you, you mentioned that uh, your therapist told you that you should be a guide by guide. We, you mean that you're leading rooms, audio rooms that are supporting people that are going through uh, a, a life challenge. Uh, also in Spanish, which I, I, I know that getting support for Hispanic people is really hard because there aren't that many resources out there. Right. And especially yeah. for men, it's even, even, it's even harder. So can you share like what led you, like, obviously your therapist uh, offered that, but what made you accept the offer and kind of like take this on? There's, there's something that I, I, I learned, you know, I, I remember going to church and listening to a couple of, a couple of the sermons that, that are saying one of them, I remember, was said that there's responsibility. To be a man is to be responsible. And so there's a certain responsibility that we have to to take upon. And you know, whether that is to, you know, to 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 take a responsibility at work, take a responsibility. Every morning we take a responsibility. Like I'm gonna take my kid to to school. I'm gonna drive him responsibly, get them home safe, get them to school safe, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I my friends started my my male friends around me started coming to me for advice. And my advice compared to a year ago was completely different now. And I, I decided, why not? Why not do that? Why not let me show men how to, or just people in general, um, how to get that foundation, how to come back and rebalance and recenter yourself. And it all starts with self-love. And that's one thing that in our culture, we don't show people because it's a selfish act. To love yourself is very selfish. Well, to love yourself is very necessary. Before you can love anybody, you have to love yourself. Before you can give anything to anybody, you have to give it to yourself first. You can't go and give the world 100% when you're not 100%. And, you know, it's, it's taught me something that I'm still practicing to speak out of respect, out of understanding, speak out, out of love, out of kindness. Every day I have to remind myself before I answer certain phone calls or before I answer certain text messages is, hey, listen, do it out of respect, do it out of honor, do it out of kindness, do it out of understanding. And I try to, I try to as much as I can. And in these rooms, it's the same thing. And I hear some people come in and they're lost and they're crying. And, 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 you know, they, I did this, I did this. And I, I, I gave her everything. I gave him everything. It's like, well, what did you do for you? And immediately it's like, what? Yeah. Yeah. What did you do for you? What, what did Erad do for Erad? Because Erad's doing everything for everybody else. What did you do for you? And I end my, my, I end my, my sessions every, every time that I do. Sometimes they go a lot longer than an hour because I only have them for an hour. Um, which thank you, by the way, for allowing us to extend these, these sessions because sometimes they're really good. Uh, I always say, Hey, go do something for yourself that, that you want. Go do something kind for you. Do it for you. It's okay. It's okay. You know, I, I, I like to share a story. One time you're right. I went to a store and I spent $236 on me, on clothes for me. And I felt so guilty about it. Yeah. You know, and it's like, 
now that I think I was like, why I, I need clothes. Like, it's yeah. okay. I work really, really hard. If I dress better, I feel better. I can do better, you know, and, yeah. and, and I can teach my kids to do that and, and, and continues, you know, there's just, there's just so much sadness in the world and I've, I've noticed it and I try not to express it, you know, and there's, it, it's completely normal to be sad. It's, it's okay to be sad. It's okay to not be okay. But another example, I had my kids at a, at a, at a, at a place where you water, you know, you, you fill your water jugs. And there was a woman carrying four or five gallon water jugs. This happened literally on Friday. Um, I said, can I help you? And very aggressively, she said, no. And I turned around and I walked away. Okay. You know, I, I can't control what she does. I can only control yeah. what I do. But I wanted my kids to see that I, one, I was being a gentleman. Yeah. And two, I wanted my daughter to see my intention. I was, I was trying to be kind. Yeah. And I hope they saw it. I didn't, I didn't ask them. I didn't say anything. I didn't badmouth this woman. I just thought. That's unfortunate because I was actually trying to be a gentleman. Yeah. You know, so women complain that there is no gentleman in the world anymore. <laughs> I tried on Friday. I did. <laughs> Amazing. So we are almost at the end of this episode. I just want to ask you like one last question about, so you're leading rooms now. And can you tell us about just one member that came into the room and you think that got something? What do these, what do you think they got out of this meeting? Like, yeah, I'm not going to say the specific person's name, but I remember he was he, he's male and he walked in. He's right around my age and he says, comes in and he's just, you know, had a very bad breakup and it was great. The chemistry, he says, was great. And, and then he says, I, you know, I just, I keep looking, I keep looking, I keep looking, I keep looking. I was like, you keep looking. Have you looked for yourself? And he's like, what? Yeah. Have, have, have you put in work on yourself? Because you keep putting work on all these relationships. But what about putting work on you? And I, I hear in his voice, because I can't see them, but I hear in his voice just a change. Like, what? That was one situation. The second situation yeah. was a woman that was telling me about her relationship had failed and her husband or ex-husband or, or soon-to-be ex-husband had already started another relationship. And I, I, I said something like, you know, unfortunately, throughout our marriage, values, our values changed. And some of us did not sign up for certain values. You know, we didn't sign up for those values and your values over the course of our marriage changed. And, you know, she stayed quiet. We continued to talk. You know, there was another 45 minute conversation. She goes, I want to go back. I, she comes back on the, on the call and she says, I want to go back to values. Let's talk about that. And I said, okay, yeah, let's talk about values. She's like, you really hit, you struck a chord. You really, really hit a note with me when you said values. And I didn't realize, you know what? My values did change and he did not sign up for these values, these changes in values. So it, it made it, it. I love the fact that that made a difference. That word resonated with her immediately. And I was happy to provide that knowledge that I learned. And I hope, I hope that what I'm doing makes this much difference, you know, just tiny, tiny, a milligram of difference. But if it does, that's good enough for me. And I think, I think I will continue to be a guy because it gives me it makes me feel good. It gives me validation as a man it makes me take on that responsibility and, and, and hopefully make a change in the world um, for men. I, I can see the comments after your meeting. So it's definitely making a difference. So thank you for doing that. And thank you so much for sharing your story. And, but most of all, thank you for being there for other people. I think this is like the most important thing that we can do as human beings. So I really appreciate. Uh, yeah. 
to tell you to close it off on my end, uh, Circles is a great place to come. You know, I always tell people that, you know, we live life and then we have a filter. And this filter needs to be cleansed out every once in a while. Yeah. Circles is a great way, great place to come and dump that filter. Um, and there's people that have been in that position so they can help. So I, um, I thank you for this app, for the space. I thank you for creating something like this. It's helped me a lot. It's helping a lot of people. And overall, I thank you for letting me do it in Spanish, which is uh, something that I'm very, very, uh, there's a very special place in my heart. That's my first language. And I know that my community needs a lot of help. So I appreciate you allowing me to do that. Thanks. Thanks for sharing that. So I would need to close with a with story just to share with you that the reason I started this app is because I lost my mother to cancer and I saw how lonely she was when she was dealing with cancer. And my mother's first uh, uh, language is, is uh, Spanish as well. She's from Argentina. So uh, you doing it on the app on Spanish means a lot to me personally. So thank you for doing that. Thank you.